Lisa Boggs has been involved in motorsports for more than 20 years, and now as a director of motorsports for Bridgestone Americas, she's seen an evolution of both the sport and diversity. Lisa, first of all, thanks so much for joining us today. Hello, and thank you for having me. Lisa, the early 90s landscape of motorsports diversity-wise look much different than it does now. What did it look like back then? You know, it's interesting because the biggest thing I find is, you know, there were quite a few women in the paddock. But what they were doing and what they're doing now, I should say we are doing, we were doing that and we are doing now, has really changed and really evolved to where you see that participation and the depth and breadth beyond what was the more traditional really mostly PR and to some degree hospitality roles to now there's engineering over the wall. Um, You know, when it comes to looking at Bridgestone and Firestone racing, the director of motorsports and the chief engineer are both women. And that was definitely not the case back in the 90s. You kind of led right to my next question. I was curious how you'd seen diversity change throughout the years. Was it a slow process or do you feel like all at once there were women in roles you hadn't seen them before and in other diverse positions as well? It was, I would say it's a slow process. You would see, you know, one person they would bring on for a different role and then another, you know, you'd see there were some folks with some of the engine manufacturers at one point where you had women in leadership roles. Um, But with the teams, I would say it was a little more gradual. And I'd really say in the last maybe handful of years, in particular the last couple of years, it's, it's really grown exponentially. And I think part of that may just be awareness, learning, uh, and, and just really trying to be more thoughtful about hiring and who is right for roles and the ability for that really to look very different than it has in the past. How has your role changed throughout the years? So I, it, it's funny. I'm actually the perfect example of that. So in the 90s, I was, I first got involved, I worked for an advertising agency that had Philip Morris as a client. And one of the things I worked on was, um, at the time it was Marlboro Team Penske and what the Marlboro brand did to leverage their participation in IndyCar. And I just, I really fell in love with it. I didn't really grow up watching racing a lot, a little bit. And I just thought, wow, that is just a terrific way to market and think about the passion of sports and how you harness that. And then just IndyCar, as as we all know, everyone listening here is such an amazing sport with such amazing people and driver athletes. So one thing led to another, and they they eventually brought me on in in a Marcoms role, in a a PR role, working with uh, some other folks, managing, you know, primarily pitching and working with drivers and the like. So it was a it was a traditional role, um, and then what I ended up doing was leaving for a time and going to a different agency, really just to broaden my experience in activation and marketing across different motorsport series. And so that's something I think you're seeing more of, which is a more thoughtful and purposeful career commitment and thinking about you know women thinking about okay what do I need to do next to try and get this role because they see that that role is a possibility. So I I got some more experience, and then I was just very fortunate when this uh, position came up with Bridgestone that my experience set was what they were looking for, and that's really what it's about. You know, who brings to the table the experience and what is needed for um, a given role. 
You know, I grew up in racing, so I always love hearing when people who didn't grow up in racing fall in love with the sport. What was your first reaction seeing cars on track for the first time in person? So the the thing that's so funny, and we all probably had this moment, again, not growing up in it, but I guess even if you did, you have those moments you saw, you know, as a kid and remember thinking, I love this, or I, I really want to do this, or learn more is... I went to uh, IndyCar race at uh, Michigan, the time MIS, Michigan Speedway, and it was 94, in 1994. So I so vividly remember just meeting people, walking through the paddock, and just learning, and how much is really involved, the strategy and the layers. And then, Katie, that green flag dropped, and those cars came out of four and to go into one, and I was hooked. Hooked. This is Amazing, And then one thing led to an next, and here I am. Does the hair on your arm still stand up? <laughs> totally. And then, you know, and then as you get involved more and you go to the different races and different tracks and learn about the history, and, and you know, then, then when you have the honor of being part of anything that takes place around the Indianapolis Motor Speedway and the Indy 500, it just, yeah, it really does, Katie. It makes the hair on your arms and neck and just great. makes you smile. Firestone is involved in so many aspects of motorsports, especially within the IndyCar family. Uh, How have you felt like you've been an advocate for change and diversity and seeing diverse people in new roles? It's been, it is, it has been terrific. Um, It's funny because when I first took this job, part of me was like, what does that have to do with anything? And then I quickly realized you know, it's not a bad thing. And if anything, it's an opportunity to talk about diversity and change and looking at people you might not have traditionally looked at for a role and now considering them. So it has been really important and special and actually kind of eye-opening for me because coming from agencies, there's a lot of women. So I think then the evolution as I went, you know, team side, traveling, and then came back on in this role, it's actually really opened my eyes to the opportunities, and it's been great to see that happening. So uh, I'm, I'm really proud of it, and I'm trying to do as much as I can to, to speak, whether it's something that STEM, you know, play like a girl, working with you on some things, any opportunity I get just to, you know, show folks, hey, you can do this. You know, if you can see it, you can be it. How do you feel like you learn to hold your own within a room full of men? Again, I think because when I got out of college, I worked at an ad agency, and so there's even even then, back when I started, it, there were a fair mix of men and women. Obviously, the the CEO, most of the sweet sweet roles, even then, were primarily men, but more women than in a lot of other industries. So, I think one that helped because I saw that. Two, I think it's just a little bit sort of who you are, just knowing you have every right to speak up and listen and just act like you would want any other responsible professional to do, man or woman. And then as I involved and got this role, because obviously in this role, a lot of folks knew me, which was good. As I say, you bring a little like street credential and you've been around and they know you know and they know you get it and they know you care which would override anything about being a man or a woman. You know, probably a little bit of the fact that a lot of them knew me, again, doing more of the PR comms role. And the gentleman that had the job before me is just terrific. 
so different than I was. But I have to say, I just, I can do this. And I'm open to a conversation if there's questions or suggestions. And I just loved what I was doing. I really loved it. So you just show up and you do what you think is right. And you just try to be a good citizen and do a good job. And I think from there, I just felt comfortable and confident in, in what we were doing and what I would, the company I was representing. You know, when I look down pit lane, it's always great to see the Firestone family. You're very obvious in your bright red fire suits, and you're one of the more diverse teams within the paddock, at, at least, you know, right off visually. Where do you see the sport going and leaning towards this more diversity and this diversity push that we have? I think it will. Uh, it'll definitely continue. You know, it's got some people believe in momentum. I think we have some momentum and more importantly, the proof, if you will, that this works and that this is the way to go. And the whole series is better with a more diverse workforce and with Roger Penske and his team and the Penske Entertainment folks really embracing and supporting the DE&I initiatives. Um, And they mean it. It's not lip service. They are committed to it. The teams are committed to it. I think as an industry, that collective commitment will reflect in this continuing um, and growing and just quite frankly, making the series, you know, even that much better. And right now it's on such an upward trend. Competition's amazing. Drivers are amazing. I think there's just a lot of a lot of good things to come. I like to end things on a high note, so that feels like the perfect way to wrap this up. Lisa Boggs, the director of motorsports for Bridgestone Americas. Thanks so much. Thank you.